Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today we just got to figure out how to work from home, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, fittingly your host. It would be awkward otherwise, I suppose. My experience is that the best leaders out there, they are idea collectors. They are always on the lookout for good ideas to help their teams achieve more. And given our current circumstances, I can't think of, uh, of a better way uh, to try to contribute to this community than to try to help us figure out how are we going to work from home. I think order number one, order of business number one, has got to be uh, after we've got remote access provision for our teams, we need to figure out how to lock these things down and, and be as secure as we can. And I've got about five things that I want to talk about, and we'll get into it right after this. The Jason Claus Show is brought to you by Insight. Insight does outsource computer system support. If you're listening to this and you're finding yourself with questions about how are we going to navigate this new reality we find ourselves in, and you're looking at technology as a way to help you, and you need help with that, you should reach out to Insight. We're, we're standing by, and uh, this is not something that is unfamiliar to us. We're working remotely. Uh, my team, for example, has been working remotely for years, and we can offer guidance and support and help here in this trying time. So feel free to head on over to www.nsite.net and just take a look around and feel free to connect with us using any of the connection means that are available on that website. All right, welcome back from the break. Like I said, we're going to be going through five things that I think we need to be paying attention to right now. So five steps to get the home offices and the home locations as secure as we possibly can. And we need to do this in an environment that I think is requiring a lot of grace uh, and a lot of understanding because our teams are not just trying to figure out how to work from home. They're trying to figure out how to completely refashion their lives, just like the rest of us. So I think th that's not really one of the five, but I, I think that's sort of a blanket statement for, for all of this. But item number one, the first thing that I think that we need to be most concerned about right now is the, is the, the notion that just like in any type of disaster scenario or any type of, of big overwhelming thing, there are actors that are going to be trying to take advantage of us. And we've been seeing phishing for, for some time. We've been seeing social engineering for some time. Um, but I'm just going to read to you um, uh, this, this first one. So first and foremost, technology alone cannot fully protect you. You're the best defense. Attackers, attackers have learned that the easiest way to get what they want is to target you rather than your computer or other devices. If they want your password, work data, or control of your computer, they'll attempt to trick you into giving it to them, often by creating a sense of urgency. For example, they can call you pretending to be a Microsoft technical support specialist and claim that your computer's infected. Or they can send you an email warning you that uh, a package wasn't delivered, um, fooling you into clicking on a malicious link. Um, 
they can send out any number of uh, uh, bulletins or, or, or informational-based packages that you would click on and take you to a site that, that uh, could download malicious software. Um, some things to look out for um, from a social engineering perspective. If the communication is creating some kind of urgency, a tremendous sense of urgency, often through fear or intimidation, or they're leveraging this crisis, this is, this is something to be aware of. When you have that feeling, pause. Um, when, they're, when you're feeling pressure to bypass or ignore your security policies and procedures, um, or to do something that you know just probably isn't the best uh, the best safest thing to do hit the pause button a message from a friend or a co-worker um, where the signature or the tone of voice or it just doesn't sound right those are all telltale signs of some sort of socially engineered um, activity um, trying to trick you into doing something that under normal circumstances you wouldn't do on your own um, ultimately, the best defense here um, is, is trying to keep your head. So um, please treat this just as a refresher. Um, but, but know that um, uh, we have already seen an increase and will continue to see an increase in socially engineered attacks um, on our teams uh, and, on, and on us individually. So be aware of that. The second thing to be aware of is that we now that we've got our home network set up, we have got to we've we've got to secure them, right? Almost every network starts with a with a wireless, often called a Wi-Fi network. Uh, this is what enables all of your devices to connect to the internet. Most home wireless networks are controlled by your by your internet router, or uh, or a, a separate dedicated wireless access point. Both work the same way. They broadcast a wireless signal. Um, to, to which your home devices will connect. Um, this means securing your wireless network is a key part of protecting your home. Um, and here are some steps to, um, to consider to do that. Um, step one, change the default administrator password. The administrator account is what allows you to configure the settings of your wireless network. And an attacker can easily discover the default password that the manufacturer has provided. Um, so, so changing that is a, is a must do. Allow only people that you trust um, to, to, to access your network. Um, doing this by enabling strong security so that only people you trust can connect to your wireless network. Strong security will require a password um, for, for anyone to connect to your wireless network, and it will encrypt their activity once they are connected. So this is a way to keep yourself safe and keep your family safe if you have... Um, or anyone else that, that, that would be trying to access your, your network would be lock, locked out. And then finally, um, make sure your, your passwords are strong. Um, the passwords people use to connect to their wireless network needs, need to be strong uh, and different from what the administrator password is. Um, remember, you only need to enter the password once for each of your devices, um, and so they can be a little bit longer, uh, and you, can take, you, you should take the time um, to do that. If you're not sure how to implement any of these, you should be reaching out to your, um, to your IT provider, your IT team. If you're an Insight client, this is something that we can help you with. So by all means, um, uh, feel free to reach out to the help desk. But this is, you know, uh, so step two, um, let's, let's get these um, uh, networks locked down as much as we possibly can. Um, three, passwords, right? Uh, when a site asks you to create a password, you need to create a strong password um, with, with as many characters as you feel comfortable with. The, the more characters it has, the stronger that it's going to be. 
using a passphrase is one of the simplest ways to ensure that you have such strong password. Uh, password. I'm actually going to include a link in the show notes to a video we created uh, some time ago about how, about how to um, make easy to remember um, uh, password phrases. Uh, a passphrase is nothing more than a than a password made up of multiple words such as uh, be honey bourbon. Using a unique passphrase means using a, a different one for each device or an online account. Um, this way, if one password is compromised, all of your other accounts and devices are still safe. Um, if you can't remember all of those password phrases, there's some great tools out there. You can use a password manager, which is a specialized program that securely stores all your passwords in an encrypted format. And it has a lot of other great features as well. Um, I use one password. I'll include a link to that in the show notes, but there's a number of different options out there. Um, finally, whenever possible, enable two-step verification, or it's also called multi-factor authentication. Um, you may have heard the, the, the word uh, 2FA or MFA passed around. Um, these are all um, using a second factor to authenticate to a network. Um, uh, it uses your password, but then there's also a second step, such as a code, that, uh, a code that gets sent to your smartphone via text, or there's an app that you load on your phone that generates a code for you. Um, if you're an Office 365 user, this is something that's, that's fairly straightforward and easy to set up um, for your, uh, your corporate resources. Two-step verification is probably the most important step that you can take right now to protect your online accounts, and, and, and it's easier than you think. Um, and, and you should be considering this for bank accounts and all of your personal things, too. Um, Number four, make sure each of your computers, mobile devices, programs, apps, um, make sure they're all updated and running the latest versions of your software. Right? Cyber attackers are constantly looking for new vulnerabilities in the software um, uh, around your devices uh, and the applications that you use. When they discover those vulnerabilities, they use special programs to exploit them and hack into devices you're using. Meanwhile, um, companies that created the software for the devices, they're working really hard to fix uh, and close those holes um, by releasing updates. By ensuring that your computers and mobile devices install these updates promptly, it'll make it that much harder for someone to attack you. Um, so, staying, so to stay current, you, you need to enable automatic updating whenever possible. If you're an Insight client, um, part of what we're doing for you in the background is keeping these things up to date. So as long as you're on your corporate machine and that machine is managed by Insight, and you, you'll know because in the systems tray, there's a little, uh, there's a little icon with, a, with an Insight um, bug on it, um, a, a little Insight arrow bug logo thing on it. And we're doing that for you. But if not... Um, uh, you, you, you want to make sure that you turn on the, um, the, 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 the auto update. Um, this rule applies to almost all the technology connected to the network, and this includes uh, not only your work device, but also your internet-connected TVs, um, baby monitors, security cameras, home routers, gaming consoles. Some of us even, our cars are, are connecting to the Wi-Fi um, from the garage. So, so, so you need to think about it. It's more than, than even just your home machine. Um, that we need to be thinking about for, for updating. And again, if, uh, if you're an Insight client, this is something we can help you with, or you can, if, if you're not, you can reach out to your uh, current provider. Uh, as always, if this is, if the world's changing, and if, um, if you need to talk to us about, about how Insight might be able to help you, by all means, just reach out to us. Um, all right, number five, and the, the, the last one here, and then, uh, and then we're done with this, uh, with this episode. 
make sure that your kids, your guests, your spouse, make sure that they're not on your work equipment, right? Um, something you're, you're, you're most likely, you don't have to worry about in the office is your kids getting into, um, uh, getting into the machine and downloading something that they shouldn't. Um, so, so just segregate off your corporate uh, systems uh, as much as possible so that they don't accidentally erase or modify information that could, uh, that could you know, potentially uh, cause harm, not just to you, but keep in mind your system is connected remotely to your corporate resources. And so the, um, it's really important that it's just you uh, that's using those. All right, this gets to the end of, of what I wanted to share with you um, uh, this time through. Um, I'm going to be trying to put together episodes to kind of have little bite size. Um, this one's looking at about 12 minutes right now. So, you know, something under 15 minutes uh, each episode of just different things to kind of help us along um, from a, a working remotely, uh, securing our network, um, keeping sane, right? My kids, I love my kids to death, um, but I've been hunkered down with them for, for the last few days. And um, there's going to be some real changes that we need to make. Right, just to just to 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 get through this, um, we're going to get through it together, all of us. We're a, we're a community, and those, those aren't just words, right? Um, so hang in there. Um, until next time. I hope my good friend Jesus blesses you right now in this trying time with a with, with a peace. I hope that as you're listening to this. Um, a sense of peace washes over you. Um, I hope he grants you wisdom in your in your spirit, and I hope he finds helps you find a little laughter because we could all use a little bit of laughter in our belly. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care now. <laughs>